A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went by way of Sidon toward the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. They brought to him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. Jesus took him aside in private, away from the crowd, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then, looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephetha, that is, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one, but the more he ordered them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. They were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. The Gospel of the Lord. The prophet Isaiah is announcing the end of the Babylonian captivity. This is what it will look like. God will open the eyes of the blind, unstop the ears of the deaf. The tongue of the speechless shall sing for joy, and the lame will walk on the highway God will build in the wilderness. Just as God led us out of Egypt, so in this second exodus, all people shall return to their own land by the desert road. Mark may be thinking of this symbol of the great pilgrimage of the human family towards God when he opens with what sounds like Jesus' travel itinerary. Returning from the region of Tyre, Jesus went by way of Sidon toward the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. If you looked at the map of the Holy Land, you would see that the journey goes something like this. Jesus left Lake Orion and went to Toledo by way of Flint. Either Mark is clueless about the geography of the Holy Land, or he is telling us instead that Jesus is willing to go everywhere to find people in need of healing and bring them home. Jesus thinks nothing of crossing boundaries, Jew and Gentile, man or woman, to find people open to receive the strength he so desires to give. In Mark's Gospel, Jesus has just taught us that it is not what goes into the body that makes a person pure or impure, but rather what comes out of the heart. Mark tells the next scene in the Jesus story by means of a long, circuitous journey through Gentile territory, where everyone is considered impure by Jewish standards, religiously, morally, and materially. They brought to him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. You will remember a similar incident in chapter 2 when Jesus is at home in Capernaum. Some people came bringing to him a paralyzed man, but since they couldn't get to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him and let down the mat on which the paralytic lay. Jesus takes the man aside, 
so he can give him special treatment. The man has evidently been struck mute. So Jesus realizes that he needs a protected space in which he can venture to speak again. Jack Shea insists that although the ears detect sounds and the tongue produces sounds, it's not the ears that hear or the tongue that speaks. The heart, the spiritual center of the person, is the source of hearing and speaking. When Jesus put his finger into the man's ears, he reverses the flow of attention. The man no longer struggles to decipher sounds coming in from the outside. He listens inward, pulling his consciousness into his heart. Jesus is directing his attention into his spiritual center. Then Jesus spits on his hand and touches the man's tongue with his spit, just like our mothers who use their spit to heal us. Spit comes from the inside and symbolizes the spirit. Jesus is connecting his spirit to the man's spirit. Then Jesus looks to heaven. At his baptism in Mark's gospel, the heavens were torn apart, and the Spirit descended on Jesus like a dove. God is available. The Holy Spirit is always descending with love. It takes a mighty effort for Jesus to connect his Spirit with the man who is deaf. Jesus accomplishes it with a sigh. As Paul reminds us in Romans 8, when we do not know how to pray, it is the very Spirit who intercedes for us with sighs too deep for words. As if he could understand Hebrew, Jesus said to him, Ephetha, be opened, is not addressed to the ears. It is a command to the heart. When the heart opens, Immediately the ears are unplugged and the tongue is loosed. So the Gentiles can now hear and can now proclaim that God's healing has come to them as well. Exclusion is a form of deafness, which leaves us without the ability to communicate, which is essential to a social being. Embrace brings healing. The sickness of the purity perspective has been healed by the simple act of ignoring the taboos in favor of compassion in two ways at once, the body issue of saliva and the boundary issue of embracing a Gentile man as fully human. Mark is practically shouting at the top of his voice, Do you get it? God's will is for Tikkun Olam, the healing of the world. There's a wonderful quote that is wrongly attributed to Mark Twain that comes from a mid 19th century American transcendentalist. Kindness is a language the deaf can hear and the blind can see. The English word kindness is closely related to the word kinship. In Middle English, the words kind and kin were the same. We could say that Christ is kin, Christ is our kind, 
Jesus Christ, and therefore God, is our kin. God wishes to be our relative. St. Athanasius said it this way, God became human so that we might be made divine. Jesus came as God's incarnate word to bring us life, light, and love. Just as our mother's voice leads us out of the darkness and chaos into which we were born, so God is calling us out of our frail and helpless aloneness to be church. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, Be strong, do not fear. Here is your God who will come and save you. Jesus is the voice that we hear in our hearts. In a fractured world, there are many voices that do not lead us to wholeness. Jesus calls us to himself, sticking his fingers in our ears to silence those outside voices guiding us to the spiritual center of our heart, uniting our center with his center, which is open to God's divine love. Through this union with the open one, our hearts are opened. We can now hear and speak the word of God.